Good morning. Today is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Today is the 11th day of Teves, which is the 50th yard site of a man who had and continues to have a profound influence on me, Rav David Kronglas of Blessed Memory. He was a rare Torah genius, born in Lithuania. He survived the war in Shanghai. When I knew him, near the end of his life, he was the mashkiach of Ner Yisrael. Ner Yisrael is the yeshiva that I attended in Baltimore. I started in grade 9 at the age of 14. The position of mashkiach in a yeshiva is different than the position of mashkiach in a restaurant. Uh, the word is the same, literally means uh, supervisor, but uh, the mashkiach in the yeshiva is a person who is not just concerned with the Torah learning of each student, but also focuses on their character, their faith, their personal development. I had the opportunity to see and to listen to Rav David just for a short while. From the time that I came to Baltimore in September until he passed away that December in my first year. It was just a few months. But in that short time, I had the privilege to hear him speak, though at the time I understood very, very little. And I had the privilege to be present on Yom Kippur when Reb David was the chazan for Ne'ila for the last time in his life. And today, 50 years later, I have chills seeing and hearing that experience in my vivid memory. So to honor Rav David's memory, allow me to share a very brief part of something I learned from him. It relates to Rosh Hashanah. Perhaps I will review it in greater depth when we get closer to Rosh Hashanah. I also think that there is a certain benefit in the middle of the Jewish year to both recall and to anticipate the truths of the High Holidays. <clears throat> Perhaps the most famous, fearsome Rosh Hashanah prayer, Unasana Tokev Kedushas Hayom, let us tell the deep and heavy significance of this day, Rosh Hashanah. By shofar gadol yitaka, we blow the shofar. Fuchaboy olam yavrun lefanecha kivnei maron, and all of mankind passes before you, God. The yomru, and even the angels say, "Hine yom hadin," the day of judgment has arrived. 
Rosh Hashanah is a Yom Hadin. It's a day of judgment. God judges us on our actions in the previous year and decides what will happen to us in the coming year. How do we know that Rosh Hashanah is a Yom Hadin, a day of judgment? So different, of course, than the beginning of the year in so many other cultures. What's curious is there is no source in the Torah that indicates this. There's nothing in the Torah anywhere that indicates Rosh Hashanah is connected to judgment, evaluation, accountability. The only description the Torah gives us about Rosh Hashanah, besides telling us it's the first day of Tishrei, is to tell us that it is Yom Trua, a day of the Trua sound, one of the sounds that the shofar makes. So how does Yom Hadin, a day of judgment, become such an essential component to Rosh Hashanah when it's not mentioned anywhere within the Torah? So, in order to understand this, let's start with a different question. Of what event is Rosh Hashanah the anniversary? Well, you'll remember, famously, each day of Rosh Hashanah we say three times, Hayom Haras Olam, today is the birthday of the world. But our sages tell us that that's not actually precise the anniversary of the creation of the world, Bereshis Baralakim, is the 25th day of Elul. So why on Rosh Hashanah do we say the words, Hayom Haras Olam, today is the birthday of the world? So we've discussed this question before, and I've shared with you a couple of different answers to this question, but this is another answer. This is an answer that I learned from Rav David Kronglas. And he explains it's because the creation of the world occurred in two stages. And those two stages are expressed in the famous prayer that many of us say every day. At a death, it is the last prayer we say each Shabbat morning. Adon Olam. Adon Olam Asher Molach. God is the master of the world, the king, the melech, the sovereign of the world. Beterem kol Yitzir Nivra. Before anything was created. Before anything existed. Before Bereshis Bara, God was the master. God was the melech. But what does it mean to be a king without subjects? As the Talmud says, Ein melech below am, there can be no king without a people. Who is it that calls God melech, king? The second line of the prayer, Le'es nasa call, at the time that God created everything, According to his will, his desire, 
Azai Melech Shemonikra. That was the moment when God was first called king. Only once Adam and Eve were created on the sixth day of creation, which corresponds to the first day of Tishrei. Remember, if the first day of creation was the 25th day of Elul, that means that the first day of Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, is the anniversary not of the creation of the world, but of the creation of man, Adam and Eve, Adam and Chava. Only on that day is there someone to call God Melech, a king. God needs man the way a lighthouse needs ships. And the consequence of this is absolutely stunning. When we say on Rosh Hashanah, Hayom Haras Olam, today is the birthday, the creation, the anniversary of the creation of the world, we mean that on this day, the first day of Tishrei, the sixth day of creation, God is transformed. I know that sounds impossible. It is impossible to say. It's impossible to understand. But God is transformed from a potential king to an actual king. A potential king, a king in waiting before there are any subjects to acknowledge God as king, into one who is proclaimed by Adam and Eve, Melech. Now God is an actual king. In other words, it is the anniversary, Rosh Hashanah is the anniversary of the completion of, the words are impossible to say, the creation of God as king through man. And what is a king? A king makes laws. A king holds the king's subjects accountable for those laws. The day that we make God into a melech, into a king, must be a Yom Hadin, a day of judging. Because that is the definition of the sovereignty we bestow. And the anniversary of the day it was first bestowed. Yom Hadin, a day of judgment, is intrinsic to Rosh Hashanah's essence. It needs no external source. It needs no additional source. That is what it is. And here's what we learn from Rav David Kronglass's fundamental understanding of Rosh Hashanah. Judgment, God's judgment, flows from God's love. Because of God's love for us, he created an entire world for us. And because of God's love and gratitude to us for making him a melech, 
for being mamlech, for granting God's sovereignty, expressing that God is a king, for God's gratitude to us for that, God gives us a Yom Hadin, a day of judging, to help us be the best we can be, to bring us from the potential that we may have within us into actualization, into realization. I only had the briefest contact with Rav David Kronglass, and that was at a distance, and it was in just the last few months of his life. Of course, I studied his teaching much deeper in the 50 years since his passing. But that was the goal of his life, to help each of his students be the best that we can be. Today on his yard site, his 50th yard site, the 11th of Teves, may his memory and his teaching continue to inspire students and students of students for generations to come. My friends, I want to wish you a great day, and I look forward to seeing you soon in person.